Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Math, the weekly episodic podcast where we bring you the latest in news, rumors, reviews, and all the buzzings going on in the world of professional wrestling. I am your host, as always, DM, and you'll notice that today it is a one-man crew, and that is because we're doing a small mini-sode this week, as I've got so much stuff going on this weekend. I figure I'd just do a quick little mini-sode and get my thoughts on real quick on what's going on with Hell in a Cell, on what's going on with uh, Monday Night Raw, what's going on with the podcast, all sorts of stuff. So why don't we get right into it right now. I would say there's going to be a news section of the week, but no, there just isn't going to be. Only because, and I said, not a lot of news this week. There's been a lot of buzzings about what John Cena might be doing, what Randy Orton might be doing. Uh, that he might be hurt and all sorts of stuff, and it's just a lot of rumors, and I'm not really going to address rumors that in a week are going to be untrue or unfounded, and I'm actually getting kind of tired of reporting on stuff that is proclaimed as fact, and then within a week or so, it's proven that no, it's not fact, it's all just a bunch of hoopla. So with that being in mind, why don't we just get right into Monday Night Raw right off the bat, and this was a... Well, I guess it was a decent show. I'm not going to go through the entire show as a whole, uh, because time is quite limited here this week. But, I will say that it started off with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and for like two weeks, everyone was saying that Austin's not going to be there, Austin's not going to be there, Austin's not going to be there. Apparently, Austin was. What does that tell you? Yeah, Austin was there. He, uh, you know, fanfare and crowd, and, you know, I'm here in Austin, Texas, and... Open up a can of whoop ass and drink some beer and all that shit. You know, Austin did his usual shtick. Introduced the Undertaker. Taker comes out and he's all, I'm gonna kill Brock Lesnar because fuck him. Brock Lesnar comes out, they have a small little stare down, and they, you know, they go backstage and, you know, it's, again, it's just build, it's just build, it's just build for, you know, their match beating up. Uh, John Cena had a match with the Dudley Boys against the New Day, but, you know, why defend the U.S. title when you're going to be defending the U.S. title on Sunday, right? You know, U.S. Open Challenge every single week, except the week that you're building the pay-per-view. Let's not defend it there. Seth Rollins had a small altercation with HBK, and HBK pretty much said, I love it when people are trying to, you know, be the second me when I was just trying to be me. So, uh, you have a match tonight against Ryback. Decent match against Ryback, Seth Rollins did. Uh, he, uh, was able to defeat Ryback. It's kind of sad, though, because at one point, Ryback was just an unstoppable monster, especially with that Intercontinental title, which he only held for a couple months. Surprised that they took it away so quick from, uh, they took him away so quick and gave it to Kevin Owens, but, you know, they, that's the nature of the beast. Ryback loses, uh, Seth Rollins, I guess, looks strong, heading into his match against Kane, so, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, another thing that happened here is Kevin Owens, I believe he had the semi-main event tonight, and he went up against Mark Henry, and I said, 
there's no fucking way he's going to be able to throw Mark Henry up and hit him with the package pop power bomb, the pocket the pop up power bomb. No, I was wrong. I was dead wrong. How much of that was Henry and how much of it was Owens is anyone's guess, but holy shit. He picked him up, he slammed him down, beautiful, awesome, he retains the title, way to go Kevin Owens. We had a stare down between the Wyatts and uh, Roman Reigns. Roman basically just kind of stood in the ring and told Bray to come into the ring as they stared at each other and they kind of talked back and forth, it was more so Roman than it was Bray. Luke Harper is missing, ladies and gentlemen. They kept saying that Randy Orton was nowhere to be found, and he uh, was pulled from the tour of Mexico, which is true. He was actually pulled from the tour of Mexico. The rumor floating around is has something to do with his shoulder. I don't know how much of that is true. I'm not 100% sure how much of that I want to believe, but here's the thing. Luke Harper was missing, and in his place was Eric Rowan. And it took me, I think, two takes to figure out that it was Eric Rowan. Because Roman was standing in the ring doing his banter, and out came, you know, the Wyatts. And I'm looking at him and go, there's Braun Strowman, there's, you know, Bray, and there's, you know, Eric Rowan. And, you know, it just, it, I think it was the second time the camera went on, and he says, wait a minute. That's not Luke Harper, that's Eric Rowan. When the hell did he come back into the fold? So he's, I guess he's back in the fold, so now they're a foursome or a threesome or a, or something. They. The Wyatts are together somehow, some way, but Roman Reigns is pretty much fucked because he's going up against Bray Wyatt in the the cell, the first time they've ever faced off in a cell, both of them. So this should be an interesting mix. But with the Wyatts now, I guess kind of a team and members of the Shield, all you know, all sorts of shit. Uh, yeah, interesting. The women had a match. Uh, Nikki, I believe, beat somebody and the. And the women, the Divas champion, I hate saying that word, beat somebody. Uh, Again, I wish I could tell you, but I'm not doing it off of the run-through. I'm just doing it straight off of memory. I know Charlotte is facing Nikki in the rematch at Hell in a Cell. We'll get to that in just a little bit. The main event of the evening was the return of the Shield, per orders of HBK, against the Wyatts. Well, this was all right. Uh, Seth Rollins, you know, they're, the, the, what they did is they had Seth Rollins go, I am the architect, I am the champion, you have to listen to me, and the other two are like, mm-hmm, yeah, whatever. I thought it was a fun match for what it was worth. We kept asking where the hell is Luke Harper, but he never showed up. It might be part of the ongoing storyline with Orton, I'm not 100% sure, but he was nowhere to be found. The Shield minus Rollins ended up Getting the win, I I think you want to say, a moral victory. I think it went to a DQ, to be honest. Uh, Rollins ejected himself from the match earlier late, earlier on in that bout. Well, actually, more so later on in the bout and just kind of said, my knee hurts, I'm going to go get it checked out and bullshit and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, Roman and Dean look somewhat strong going into their match at Hell in a Cell. Should be, that should be fun. So, uh, yeah, should be fun. We get to the podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar. I watched it. I was all right. You know, it was very... It was like two guys talking over a beer. That is exactly how this podcast felt. 
it was nice to hear that Brock Lesnar is a human being and that he's not this big fucking, you know, machine that kills shit. He's a farm boy and, you know, he's this and he's that. And I love that part of it. I, I enjoyed that part of it. But I don't think there was enough, at least from what I saw and what I can remember, I don't think there was enough wrestling talk, if that makes any sense. I think they should have dedicated half of it to Brock Lesnar and the other half to what made you come back, why did you uh, want to come back, what's the whole... Uh, they kind of skirted around the issue uh, a couple of times. Uh, Stone Cold even mentioned, you know, you went to Japan and Brock kind of went, that's water under the bridge, meaning he didn't want to talk about it, meaning he probably doesn't want to talk about it. They... Again, they skirted around a lot of the things that Brock Lesnar has been doing, but it was more so, what kind of music does he like? What did he do in college? What did he do in high school? What does he drive? What does he eat? Stuff like that. It wasn't a lot of wrestle talk. It was more so two guys drink, talking over a beer. It was an alright podcast. It was, you know, it was a good one. I still think the Vince and Triple H ones were so far the best thus far. His last one with Edge and Christian, it was alright. Uh, it, it was all right, and the one with Paul Heyman, yeah, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna get good stuff with Paul Heyman, except the end where Austin just kind of went off on Heyman for no fucking reason. So if you guys haven't seen that podcast, do check it out. It was a, again, it was a fun podcast. It was nice hearing that Brock Lesnar watched Little House on the Prairie and he listens to country music, but he's also into you know Metallica and ACDC. But you know, I couldn't see him doing, you know, listening to you know that. Can You Whip Nene song. I couldn't see Brock Lesnar, you know, listening to that shit. And he's a farm boy. Definitely, definitely a farm boy. Just the shit that he talks about is just amusing. Alright, so why don't we get into the pay-per-view that is known as Hell in the Cell. Yeah, I know there's statistics and people have been in it and Mick Foley has lost every single one that he's been in and Shawn Michaels has the best record of 3-4 and four, technically because it's 75% of the victories and he lost to Triple H and blah, 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 whatever, fuck it. These are the matches going for Hell in a Cell. Am I hyped for this event? Well, yes and no. Mainly because it's just an out-of-place pay-per-view. It's just weird. I, I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, TLC and Hell in a Cell, and it's just it becomes just a match. It, it's nothing special about it. I just wish they would bring back the regular pay-per-view with a cell added or something. I think it would be more special that way, but that's banter for another day. The... Uh, the dark match, and this actually happened on Raw, and the, fa- the, the faces lost this one. It was actually a pretty decent match. It's Cesaro, Ziggler, and Neville teaming up against Rusev, Sheamus, and King Barrett. That's your dark match. It's going to be an awesome dark match. The faces will probably get the win back, so whatever. The uh, I don't know I'm sure what the opening contest is going to be because we've got just so much shit going on. I, for a minute, I thought every match was going to be in Hell in a Cell, the way that they were booking it, but no, they're not. We're going to go no particular match order. It's the New Day going up against the Dudley Boys with the Tag Team Championships. The Dudley Boys, from my knowledge, have signed a multi-year deal. I'm sure part of it is becoming Tag Team Champions one last time, and I think if they don't win it here, they're not going to win it ever. So I will give it to 
the Dudley Boys, at least for winning the tag titles, and the New Day will go and do something else. They'll get the titles back or go after John Cena or some shit. I'm not sure. Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. And this is going to be in a hell in a cell. Who's going to win? Honestly, I'm giving it to Reigns because people are just now starting to get back into him. People are starting to fall back in love with him again, which is weird and bizarre. Um, I'll give it to Reigns only because Bray Wyatt, you know, on big match situations doesn't win because that's just the way that they like to book him. Unless all the Wyatts are going to come and just butt-fuck Roman in the ass in the cage and there'll be no way out. So, but again, I'll, I'll give it to Roman because... It's Roman fucking Reigns, man. Charlotte Flair defends the Divas title against Nikki Bella. Charlotte retains. End of story. Kevin Owens defends the Intercontinental Championship against Ryback. Now, as fun as it would be for Ryback to get that title back, I think Kevin Owens is on a roll. They just gave him that title. They probably want to push Kevin Owens and Cesaro, Kevin Owens and Neville, Kevin Owens and Ziggler, Kevin Owens and... And Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, and like everybody else. And I think it works better if the title's on a heel than it is on a face, at least for a little while. Because we have a John Cena factor, so John Kevin Owens is going to retain. John Cena versus to be determined. Well, I can tell you who it is. If it's nobody big, and I'm talking someone from NXT that's going to shock the world, or... Adolf Ziggler or something of that nature, it's not going to fucking matter because Cena will retain the title. Seth Rollins versus Kane. I thought this was going to be in the cell. It's not. Singles match for the WWE Championship. If Demon Kane loses, Corporate Kane will be fired from being Director of Operations. It doesn't necessarily mean that Demon Kane won't still be walking around. Seth Rollins retains. It's academic. It's formulaic. It's just the way they're going to go. I wouldn't put too much faith into it because it's Kane. I love Kane. Everyone knows I love Kane. He's not winning that title. I'm sorry. And the main event, and it's going to be the main event because that's just what WWE does. It's The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, part six. They're booking it as part three. It's part six. Okay. The Undertaker has never beaten Brock Lesnar. In all of their counters, from their match at Unforgiven, from their match at No Mercy, from their match at WrestleMania, from their match at SummerSlam, arguably, Taker has never beaten Brock Lesnar. Now it's Hell in a Cell. Taker is 6-12 and 12 at this fucking thing. So he doesn't have the best record at this thing. I don't know. Am I not hyped for it? That would be a lie. Am I hyped for it? That would also be a lie. I'm not sure how they're going to pull this off. It might just take an MMA style to it. It, That just might be the route they're going for. And the Hell in a Cell is just... It's just... there. Is it going to be bloody? Probably not. Is it going to be, you know, a knockout, drag out? But I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it's going to be anything of that nature. Who's going to win? Here's the thing. Again, WWE pits themselves in a corner. If Taker wins, Taker has to go and do something else. There's got to be someone on the horizon for Taker to face, and I don't know who that is. If Brock Lesnar wins, 
well, they just wasted three programs with Taker. And I don't want to say they wasted three programs with Taker, but it's just a matter of, well, okay, we get it. He beat Taker. Who's left? You know what I mean? Once you've beaten the pillar of the company, there's really nobody left except to go again for the WWE title. But we've already seen him go up against Seth Rollins, but that match was kind of ruined, so that might be the route they're going. Taker was nothing more than just a a small bump in the road, and he even said on the podcast, I'm going to hurt that man. That's that's what I'm going to do. So if that's the case, uh, here's the thing. I want to put faith in Taker and say Taker is going to win, but twice Taker has been dominated in his matches with Brock, and I'm not sure if this is going to be the case where he's going to just dominate and, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't know... What's on the horizon for Taker if he wins? Because if Brock loses, doesn't necessarily make him a title contender. If Taker loses, I guess it's a matter of, well, we were able to sacrifice Taker for Brock, but Brock doesn't have a lot of gears left, so it's just a matter of, I I don't know. This is the one match where I honestly do not know the outcome. I have no clue what the outcome is going to be. I think for the SummerSlam one, I predicted Taker was going to win, but with, like, by a DQ, or it was just going to go to a brawl or some shit, and now I'm truly, truly stumped because I don't know what the future plans are going to be. I hate to say this, Taker can lose, and he won't get hurt. His career won't be hurt. His legacy might be hurt, but I don't think his career will get hurt, and Brock... It's kind of in a must-win situation because if he's going to go forward and face other people, who's bigger than Taker? The only one that I can think of right now that's even close to his paradigm would be Cena, and Brock's already beat Cena. So it's... I don't really see where they could be going. We will see Hell in a Cell, though. That's going to come up tomorrow night. Hell in a Cell live from Los Angeles. And uh, it should be an interesting show I'm trying to get hyped up for it. It looks like a decent card. It looks like a, a, a nice stacked card. But again, we will see as it gets closer and closer. That's going to do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mad. It's a mini episode because there's just so much stuff on my plate that has to get done for this weekend to even exist. There's so much stuff going on. Check it out, though. The new show, Breaking Ground, is going to start on Monday, I believe. And I am totally interested in seeing that show. Cannot wait to see if it's exactly what it what it proclaims to be. Uh, the only other bit of news that I have is they've signed six people from Tough Enough. Kind of makes the whole fucking show pointless. The winners just just fuck it. That's going to do it all for this week's episode of Beyond the Mad. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and spread the word. We are not going anywhere. In the We're going to do something different. We're going to do something different with the theme of the week. It's something I thought of, and it just might work. But until then, we will see you next time. Have a good weekend, everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.